This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. It is Thursday, September 22nd, and this is People Every Day. Happy fall, everyone. Sweater weather is here, and so am I, your host, Janine Rubenstein. We've got a great show for you today with some fall fashion wrecks coming your way. Plus, Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, sat down for a rare interview with Good Morning America, where he talked about being a dad and co-parenting with Kim. But first, let's get things started with what's been bubbling up in the headlines today. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are finally back home in California, and I'm happy to have them. In what feels like forever ago, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex went on a planned trip to Europe earlier this month for a series of charity events. But their plans drastically changed once Queen Elizabeth died at her home in Scotland on September 8th. It kicked off what became a very busy set of days for the couple as they honored and mourned Harry's late grandmother. As we shared in the reporting of our cover story this week, it was Queen Elizabeth who was one of the main conduits between the family at Windsor and Meghan and Harry in California. It will be very interesting to see how Meghan and Harry's relationship with the royal family changes, especially when it comes to Harry's relationship with his brother, William. Johnny Depp has a new woman in his life. People can confirm that Depp is dating Joel Rich, a lawyer who represented him in his UK libel suit. A source told us that while the two are dating, it does not appear to be serious. Rich is a London-based lawyer who represented Depp when he lost his libel case against The Sun back in November of 2020. Not to be confused with his US-based lawyer, Camille Vasquez, who, if you recall, debunked the rumors that she was dating the actor. Depp sued the outlet for calling him a wife beater, but the court upheld the son's claims as being substantially true. In March of 2021, his attempt to overturn the decision was overruled. Now, Rich was not on Depp's legal team this past summer when he and ex-wife Amber Heard had their much-discussed defamation trial stateside. However, Rich did make a few court appearances in the U.S. as a show of support. Back on May 3rd, she was photographed with the Pirates of the Caribbean actor outside the courthouse and spotted again on May 16th, hugging Depp's attorney Camille Vasquez. I've got to say, this is a very interesting way to strike up a romantic relationship. Next up, we're taking you courtside to some NBA drama. Former NBA player and current Boston Celtics head coach Ime Udoka is facing what ESPN is calling a significant suspension for his alleged role in an intimate relationship with a member of the Celtics staff. Reports are saying that Udoka's relationship with the staffer was consensual. The coach of last season's Eastern Conference champs has been in a long-term relationship with actress Nia Long since 2010. The Celtics coach and the actress known for her roles in the Best Man film franchise and NCIS Los Angeles welcomed a son together back in November of 2011 and got engaged in June of 2014. Long has been openly supportive of Udoka's coaching journey, which included assistant roles in San Antonio, Philadelphia, and Brooklyn. Long was seen cheering and dancing in a viral video celebrating the Celtics making it to the 2022 NBA Finals. Neither Long nor Udoka have commented publicly yet, but I can promise you there will be more coming from this story soon. 
And now let's move on to Ye, speaking candidly about his personal life, his beliefs, and his family. Kanye West, now known as Ye, is ready to tell it all again. The rappers sat down with Good Morning America for an interview that covered a lot, from co-parenting with his ex-wife Kim Kardashian to his political ambitions to his social media use. He did not hold back. And I just want to get into all of it. Joining me now to do that is People's Senior West Coast Editor, Melody Chu. Hey, Mel. Hey, Janine. Well, one of the biggest parts of this interview was Ye addressing co-parenting with Kim K. A lot has been made of this over the past few months. As we know, it hasn't always been easy to do that, and, and that's something he took accountability for. This is the mother of my children, and I apologize for any stress that I have caused, even in my frustration, because God calls me to be stronger. But also, ain't nobody else going to be causing no stress either. Mel, what else did he have to say on this? Well, like you said, it's played out so publicly, especially on Instagram. But I was surprised myself to hear him really apologize very publicly and say Kim is the mother of our children. He's sorry for stress that he's caused for her, even when he's dealing, obviously, with his own frustrations. Co-parenting is not easy, but his intention, he says, wasn't to be causing her stress either. Yeah, yeah, that, that part where he's like, I need this person, speaking of Kim, to be least stressed and at best sound mind and as calm as possible to be able to raise those children. So it, it feels like a 180 to even the stuff that we've seen very recently. One point of contention among many is that Ye wants his kids to attend Donda Academy, the school he opened in memory of his mother. He implied that Kim doesn't want that, and Kanye even compared their struggles to the professional ones he's having with Adidas and Gap. So explain what he means by all of this. Yeah, I think an overarching theme, I guess, for the way Kanye is feeling personally, professionally, is that he doesn't get to use his voice in the way he wants to, whether it's about what school his kids can go to or his feud with Adidas and Gap. He just feels like he has to fight to be heard. And it was interesting he compared, to go back to, the, the, the similarity he was trying to draw between his kids and his lines. He's saying, like, I co-created kind of an odd choice in words, but, like, I understand what he's saying. He co-created the kids with Camp. He co-created these products. And yet he can't make decisions for what he wants his children, whether clothing or real kids, to be doing out in the public. Yeah, with, with the companies he's created, he can't show the Yeezy products or anything similar. But he, he claims that's not what the fight was over. He just wants to prove that I think Kanye is in charge of everything. It's his lines he wants to have the say. Yeah, yeah. And back in 2013, he argued with radio host Sway about this. He suggested this to him, and 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 Kanye went off. Why don't you empower yourself and don't hmm. need them and do it yourself? How, fact, Sway? You take a few steps back to go. You ain't got the answers, man. And now this made my jaw drop. Kanye admitted on GMA that Sway was right. So what do you think of this? I mean, I think it's fascinating. Again, like I wasn't, I didn't expect him to apologize to Kim. And then I didn't expect him to admit that he was wrong. That's not something that Kanye does. But I know even he said, he was like, I know people are going to be like, what? 
No. (laughs) (laughs) Another topic that was discussed was Kanye's use of social media. Of course, his posts have continued to be very controversial and have been on a whole variety of topics from Kim's relationship to Pete Davidson. Those were some doozies to his children and more. But Ye says he sees both the good and the bad in posting. How did he break this down? It's interesting that he said this was one of his favorite questions in this sit down interview. When there has been so much discussion about his Instagram in particular, he quote said, we could use a car to rush somebody to the hospital. We could use a car and accidentally hit somebody when we're rushing to the hospital. It's all how we use it. But again, I mean, he's posted very problematic, shocking posts. And whether it's threatening violence against Pete Davidson, who's Kim's ex, or calling out other celebrities that he's in a feud with, it's it's not okay. And, and it's really concerning. But But there is a a positive. He is right. There are ways to use your platform in a great way. Yeah. So, Mel, was there any discussion of Kanye's mental health? I mean, he has been open and public about battling bipolar disorder in the past. Was there any talk about just how he's doing, how he's feeling these days? I mean, specifically when it comes to mental health, they didn't go into details. But like you said, he has said before he has taken medication for his bipolar. He's been off it. He didn't like the way the meds made him feel. Like Pete Davidson weighed in too. Or maybe he said before that mental health isn't an excuse though to act like a jerk. And that gets kind of tied into Kanye's social media. You know, like people want to blame an illness, but you can have mental health issues and be a really nice person. So I think it's complicated. Yeah. And he also says he absolutely still has political aspirations. So it it gets even more complicated. He, of course, lost in the 2020 presidential election. We will see what happens there. Mm -hmm. Mel, thank you so much for coming on to break this all down with me. Thanks for having me. As I mentioned at the top of the show, fall is officially here and our very own Brittany Tallarico is joining us to talk about the musts for fall fashion and the best ways you can, you know, pumpkin spice up your wardrobe. (laughs) But first, Kanye isn't the only one taking us behind the scenes of Kardashian land. Chloe finally shared photos from her son's birth and spoke openly about putting her Tristan Thompson trauma behind her. We'll be right back with the latest Kardashian drama. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
We are back, and so is the Hulu reality show, The Kardashians. In today's season two premiere, Chloe took fans behind the scenes of what it was like preparing for a new baby in the wake of learning that her ex, Tristan Thompson, was caught up in a paternity scandal after he had cheated on her. As you may recall, Chloe and Tristan have been on and off for years now. They share four year old daughter True, and while they were spending more time together last year, uh, you know, rekindling their relationship, the two decided they wanted to have have another full sibling for their daughter via surrogacy. But a few months later, Chloe ended things with the NBA star back in January after she learned that he had fathered a child with another woman. In today's episode, Chloe opened up about what it was like to prepare for this baby, you know, given all things considered. Obviously, I'm going through this pregnancy without my partner, but I don't feel lonely. I mean, I know I have the best family in the world. Like, Oh my God, I'm so lucky for that. If I didn't have that, I would probably be in a really dark place. Momager Kris Jenner didn't hold back her thoughts or her tears when she talked about the pain Chloe was in following the devastating news of Tristan being unfaithful to her yet again. I just want her to be happy. And I know when she meets this baby, she's going to be joyful and happy and blessed and feel so lucky. But it's hard to watch her in pain. Now, in the episode, which again is on Hulu now, Chloe shares the first images of her son with fans. And yes, Tristan, who was permitted to be at the hospital when they welcomed their second child. And of course, big sister Kim captured Chloe's emotional moment on camera. The second time, mom appeared optimistic and spoke about what lies ahead for her growing family, saying, quote, now I get to start enjoying my life with two kids in it and figuring this out. This is going to be day one, and this is going to be the start of something positive and happy and beautiful. Chloe and Tristan still haven't revealed the name of their son just yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're saving that for a future episode of The Kardashians. Guess we'll just have to keep on watching. It is officially the first day of fall, or autumn, as my best friend would say. She's autumn. Which really means it is time to switch out those summer clothes in the closet. So let me paint this sexy scene for you. You're getting your tubs out of the garage, right? You're rustling through your other seasonal closet to purge while thinking of what is back in fashion this post-pandemic season. So hot. Well, here at People, we want to help make sure you are not getting rid of anything that can make a statement this fall. And also, we are here to help you justify that next trip to the mall. Joining me now to give us all the trends we need to look most fashionable this fall is People's Deputy Style Director, Brittany Tallarico. Brittany, welcome back to the show. Hi, Janine. Thanks for having me. Now, earlier in the month, People released their 2022 Style Awards, and the style editors, including yourself, spent months coming up with the 20 best fashion finds of the year. So from all that painstaking research, what are the staple pieces? that we all need to have in our closet this fall. And we'll get ready for it. The 90s and early aughts are back because a huge piece for fall is cargo pants. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, cargo pants. Now, there's a trick here to styling these. So they have a more streamlined fit. They're not as baggy, but that streamlined fit makes them more versatile. So you can wear a chic pair to work with a blazer and some loafers and maybe a cool statement necklace. If you want to dress them up for a night out, you know, pair them with some statement pumps and a fun top. So they're a really versatile bottom to have. I have nostalgia for cargo pants. I'm ready. I'm, I'm all in on it. Oh, my goodness. I had a pair on my keep it or leave it pile for this fall. So I'm going to keep it. Thank you for that. Good. Yes, definitely keep it. 
another trend that I always love to see is moto styles. And it's not just like your great biker jacket, but also think about like a vegan leather dress, a mini skirt, like seeing that those kind of faux leather styles in different pieces is a great way to like mix up your wardrobe. I love like a moto mini skirt with like a nice white button down and a pair of boots could be really cool. A vegan leather dress is an awesome option. I have to say the the rebranding of pleather to vegan leather was a come up. I really appreciate vegan leather. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, me too. Because we're all, you know, very sustainable now and we're all very minded. We want to take care of the planet and the animals and everything. What about the weather changing? Yeah, the weather is changing and it's all about big coat energy, we're calling it. Statement coats, you know, parkas, prints, coats and leopard, or even, you know, some with shearling details. It's like having a major like fun coat moment. I feel like coats are really big with the street style stars you see on like Instagram and stuff too. So, you know, you have like your pumpkin spice latte and a nice big coat. A lot of folks are back in the office, which means work clothes are back. So what are some trends this fall that you can wear to go to the office and then maybe go over to dinner with friends without changing a thing? We're seeing bold suiting, right? So bold, colorful, bright suits, having fun with it's not like, you know, a, a black suit anymore or a gray suit. You could be more expressive and you can mix and match the pieces. So if you have a great pink suit, Barbie core, right? You can also wear your pink blazer with a different bottom. But matching the pieces together is a really like great way to look instantly kind of polished and, and put together. And I think, you know, it's it's fun. I, I love the bold suit trend. And then another one is maxi length dresses are in, like kind of hitting, you know, right at the middle of your calf. And a fun way to like kind of dress this up for the office is with a pair of high boots. So you don't really have to wear stockings. I also love to belt a maxi dress to kind of give you a nice shape. I will be copying both of those. (laughs) We cannot talk about style, though, without mentioning accessories, shoes, jewelry, hats, all of it. So what are you looking for when it comes to making sure our fits have the final touch? Well, I'm a big shoe girl. I love shoes. And there's a lot of fun trends happening in shoes right now. A big trend right now is Western booties. You know, like a nice, it could either be like an ankle booty or kind of go up fuller up the calf with that Western style. You can wear it with jeans. You can wear it with a dress. Another trend are chunky loafers. So it's not like kind of like your your simple like clean line loafer. It has more of like a heel to it or like a platform. Again, that's kind of the 90s, early aughts coming back. And the more ladylike trend is this Mary Jane flat. So like the kind of a pointed toe, they're like they're a little bit more of like an elegant kind of flat. Mary Jane type flats or even ballet flats are back. I never thought we'd see ballet flats come back, but they're they're back. Really? Yes. That's a trend that I'm, I'm like, I don't know if I can pull off, but I, I might try. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm in the shiny things. Tell me about the shiny things. Yes. So actually building a little curated jewelry wardrobe is something that we're kind of seeing. It's like a stackable rings or we like to call a neck story. And the neck story is when you're layering necklaces, you can wear a bunch at the same time. And just kind of like, just because you have, you know, earrings and necklaces on doesn't mean you should not wear rings. It's like, go big or go home. Oh my goodness. This is so great. You made me want to shop right now. Thank you so much for filling us all in on the trends that we need to have. But guys, you can find these tips and more of People's 2022 Style Awards on People.com. Brittany, thanks so much. Thanks, Janine. 
last but not least, I've always been a big advocate for great teachers and I'm always so thankful for all of the amazing teachers I've had in my life. With all of the changes and difficulties teachers have had to endure these past few years, I'm always looking for some ways to just show them some love. That's exactly why I had to pass along this very cute video from the good folks at Recess Therapy. And I hope it's a little something to make you smile, especially if you're a teacher. What are you most excited about for school this year? I'm gonna be in kindergarten, I'm gonna learn to read, I'm gonna learn how to be a a good um, listener. Could you teach me how to be a good listener? What makes a good teacher? Teachers are so smart that I can't believe it. Because they teach kids math and they get your brain smarter. Thank you, teachers. Yes, thank you, teachers. And thank you to all of you for spending your Thursday with us. I'll catch up with you again tomorrow as we close out the week for our Friday rendition of People Every Day.